Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Previously on the Simply Human Podcast. I had an entanglement with Rick's Uh-oh. mother back in the early 90s. Would you like to go into more detail about that? Uh, uh, yeah, um, your dad and he would call it. Uh, maybe yeah. shit's good. Uh, let's talk about this book. Uh, w- uh, Willy Woo, have you heard <laughs> you of this? You got me again with this. <laughs> Willy Woo. That's what you decided on? Willy Woo, that's what we're going with. <laughs> that's okay. the greatest. It's episode 236 of the Simple Human Podcast with your hosts, Mark and Two human beings being human, our goal is to help you understand how humans are designed to eat, sleep, move, and enjoy, and how you can start living more like a human today. On today's show, it is Jerry Udelson. He is worldwide known as a uh, as the godfather of green. Uh, worldwide known, huh? He is uh, known in the worldwide as the green godfather. No, the godfather of green. He has authored 12 books on green building, sustainable development, water conservation, greenhouse building, performance, and green marketing. He's got a book. He's really great. He's in the White House. It's this whole thing. How are you, Rick? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I have a question for you. Okay. I have an answer for you, perhaps. I had this discussion with, with some folks, and I thought it was interesting. So what is something that you either stock up on or are like, man, I wish I, had, I, wish I had stock, would stock up on this? Like, for instance... We, I'll buy when I go to Sam's. I'll buy like the the cases of twenty four Lacroix, like five or six at a time. You literally stole my answer. <laughs> really? I will, like I get my my seltzer waters at Kroger. Uh, is that like the Kroger brand or something? What yes. is that? The oh, I, I see the Kroger. Yeah, right raspberry there. Raspberry seltzer. Okay. And I will buy. Uh, I have uh, like 10, 12 packs in my garage right now. Because I drink a ton of them. Well, see, so, what, what what we have a refrigerator in the garage bragging montage. I need to get a garage fridge. And I tell you what, it's a game changer for, dr- really for drink is. storage. <laughs> yes. In my old house, we had one in the garage, and that's where just, we kept all the drinks, and like all the, the freezer side was all like the yep. excess uh, There's a cat. And stuff. All the excess, like uh, uh, the extra meat, and yeah, that's just the storage-wise. Yep. It's a huge game changer. Well, then there you go. We had the same one. That's yeah. not very fun. I don't really store anything, like really, like stock up on anything else. I don't really stock up on anything else. Um, Toilet paper? Not really. I was jerk. thinking because like, that's what everybody's in right. on now. That's kind of like, another reason why we were talking like, about I'll it. I buy the big pack, like the pack of like you know twenty something rolls, and I had just bought some like maybe like three or four weeks before the pandemic started. And so when everybody's frantically ripping each other to shreds trying to get toilet paper, I was like, you know what? Honestly, like I think I'm good. Like by the time I need some, it'll be everywhere. Yeah. Well but, I feel uh, like that because I have a bidet. I was just like, well, I don't care. I use water <sighs> to clean my I have bars. a homemade bidet. It's yeah. a garden hose in the window of you, my back. You, you got it like snake through the window and it's just pushed I've got a super it. soaker just sitting on the floor and I just pump it up a few times um, can't tell it on this, but I have a super soaker bidet story. 
Why can't you tell it on this? I, be, I, I'll tell you when I tell you, you'll go. <sighs> I can't oh, wait to hear this. You'll go. Yeah, you can't. You couldn't have told it's that. Great podcast content. Yeah. Hey, here's some stuff I can't talk about <laughs> on podcast. Okay. Um. So there, there was that, and I have this. Well, yeah. If you're listening to this, you're gonna have to watch. Do you have any idea what this is? Oh, I know exactly what that is. That's to help you uh, do the splits. You know, you just know everything. Well, I know because I used to have one. Really? And it, well, like to help with like mobility and my yeah. hips for well, hockey. That, I was going to ask you about if you've ever seen one of these because I figured you'd probably use The problem it. with me is that I'm physically unable because I have that like hip impingement syndrome where like the ball meets the socket and there's like some Which, bony... oh, I'm sorry, what, the ball? What? Oh, oh, um, are you, okay, of your joint? Yes, Mark, the joint. Okay, the all right, the head of the bone. Okay. <laughs> but so you, you like so it's more I've okay, so on mine and this I wonder if this is how yours was. I already I threw, I threw it over here and I'm like I needed this. Um it has like the uh the settings, like the different Oh no no, settings. no I didn't have like a churched up one like that. No, no. Well, I've got there's six on here. And I started off like on the two, and that's like as yeah. hard as I could go. And then like I got up to the three, and I'm up to the four. Like it's I'm I'm seeing like yeah, you're seeing actual results, progress. and I'm very excited about this. I'm very envious. I wish uh, at least for nothing for my hockey career. I wish I could have more, you know, mobility, flexibility in my hips. Is but it sometimes my, like huh? the ligaments in, in like in the inside of my knees? I feel like is what hinders me more than like my huh. my hip stuff see for me i can feel like intense searing pain like straight like right into my hip like right here Ugh. anytime i try to do that in fact like a hockey goal it's four foot tall by six feet wide if i'm standing i don't think that's my correct. skates i don't think huh? that's right i think that yeah, i think you're four wrong foot tall six foot wide i think you're wrong on those dimensions i have to look i'm exactly up. right but like if i'm standing with my feet touching each post like that hurts just having mm. my feet six feet apart hurts oh, I, wonder, I wonder if i can and it's that. never gonna get any better until i have like a robot legs put in um speaking of hockey i thought <laughs> well, your, okay i thought your dad had a funny comment on your oh. I, I don't think he i don't think he meant to be funny i think he thought yeah. that you were the chickens so i posted a picture Are you the i didn't chickens? Really think about this but like i posted a picture of me playing hockey that changed my <laughs> facebook profile picture and the team name is the uh, Roosters. It's, let, let, let me tell you, it's a team of a bunch of like twenty some odd year old kids, and so they think like you know, I think sexual innuendos are funny too, but I'm not going to like name my hockey team after one. Oh, like, they have a big giant rooster on the jersey, and that's the it's right, the joke. like the South like, the oh. South Carolina mascot. Yeah. Yes, yes, so yes. It's like oh, hilarious guys. Now what am I going to tell my kids? <laughs> but like, uh, and so he is that a rooster on your jersey? No, he said chicken. Like, he said, are you chicken? He said, are you, like, no, is, it's a rooster. Is your team the chickens? And it's yeah, a really yeah. good picture. Yeah, it's like the best. And my twelve-year-old son, who's sitting right here on the couch, Did he, take he it? took it. Uh, during I play for another team, and he took it during my game on Sunday. You play for both teams? Two? You play for two teams? Yes. Oh. One, the 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 Roosters. One, they are wrapping up. Like we're in the playoffs, and this will be the end of our team's existence. And then another team I play like in a higher division, a more competitive league. Uh, we don't have jerseys yet, so I just wear mm -hmm. my Roosters jersey for them. Okay, now you good story, great, great, engaging story for the show. You said another word. You said wrapping. You said wrapping up, and I have yes. that reminded me of a, a highly, <laughs> highly oh, controversial, in a different way, wrapping. highly controversial statement I'm about to make, an opinion that I have. 
this wow, could on. get me like fired from <laughs> all my jobs, and Apple and YouTube could like take us down after I say. Oh this. no, they're not taking anybody down as long as you make the money. They don't care. They'll poison the well all day long as long as they can make a little bit of cash here. Can I say my controversial statement? Oh yes, please. Not all that impressed with Hamilton, buddy. I'll tell you. Um, me and you were in the same camp here, and I'll, listen, I will tell you why. Okay, when it came out, uh, I made my kids watch it. I was like, "Hey, what?" This like is on Disney Plus a few yeah, weeks yeah, yeah. ago. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not like you took them to you <laughs> took them like to Broadway to go see this crap anywhere. No, we watched it on Disney Plus, and I'm telling them, they're like, "Dude, this is gonna suck," and I was like. Dude, guys, this is like, it's I don't know anything about musicals, but I was like, this is the most popular musical like of all time history. Like, this is a huge deal. We got to watch this. And we watch it, and then like afterwards, they're like watching it again. They're listening to all the songs and stuff. And I'm like, yeah, it kind of sounds like the commercial, the uh, the uh, commercial where Barney Rubble tries to rap the Fruity Pebbles commercial. Like, it's, it's well, very corny. I it's believe in one, corny. in one text thread, your, um, I guess, outward the, the 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 rap that you used to kind of wrap it all together to use two different was i don't remember what it was hey i'm alexander hamilton and i'm here to say i love the constitution in a major way <laughs> that's exactly what the whole thing is like and i and listen i know why i don't get it i know because i am not cultured because i uh you know i just want to sit around and uh, like from Idiocracy, I just want to watch out my balls all day. Like that's that's me. So I don't get now, cultured stuff. I would say that I am uh, not like you. I am very cultured. I was in the vocal. You are not cultured at all. You are just like me. You are <laughs> no, exactly like I me. was in you the attempt at times to be cultured because it may make, but you're not really. You I have rather you would rather see fart her fart jokes. I have three words for you, sir. The vocal majority. <laughs> <laughs> This is true. You got me on that. Uh, okay, we got. I'm watching it, and oh. it was it was. First of all, it's boring. Okay, listen. I know, that, like like Chris Brandon. I know listens to the show. He's friends of ours. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, it's boring. It is terribly boring. Okay, because all of that stuff is boring. I I watched uh, it like here recently over at uh, Simple Human's own Dylan's house, and then his yeah. kids were watching it, and I and I've heard about it that people. I mean, like my brother lived in New York. Like I've been to musicals. I understand that world. His sister I understand that world. His, Hang on here, guys. <laughs> his sister-in-law is best friends with Hugh Jackman. I get, I get it, I get it, right? <laughs> and I was just like, can we watch something else? I am over this. And yeah, can we I'm just sorry. watch the static, cha- the the test pattern, <laughs> like with the the bar, the color bars? Okay, it. so it's boring because it's history. And I know, listen, I know, I have a great respect for history. Uh, I'm. Think I've mentioned it on the show, and I say it in this interview. I'm reading a very long historical book about, like, uh, you know, the the Third Reich, but it's boring. I mean, it's it's not interesting just because I'm reading it, and it, the, and we have to know this doesn't mean it's not boring. But second of all, here is my problem. Uh, like, I, I didn't know who was who, and like, okay, so I know this guy's Aaron Burr, and I know at the beginning of it, Aaron Burr. Spoiler alert: He shoots Alexander Hamilton in a duel and kills him. What? Uh, it was in a Snickers commercial like 10 years ago, pal. Sorry, they spoiled it before I did. But like all the other people, they're talking so fast. And like, I'm like, whoa, 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 hang on, hang on, hang on. You guys got to slow this down. Like, a if you've bit. been, like, if you're watching it for again? the 10th time, you can enjoy it. If you're watching yeah. it and you don't know anything, um, I, so it started in like uh, 
T- Dylan's wife is like obsessed with it. She loves it, and Dylan is like Dylan's like singing along with it. And I was like, "What? How do you know this?" And he's like, "My kids, they just that's all they listen to." And I, right when it started, I'm not throwing away my shot. Get, come on. Right when it's on. right when it started, I was like, "All right." So when Jason is just said, "I like that song," and I'm like, "No, you need to get out of here with that mess. Get out of here." So I I told you know every, the the room of Hamilton lovers is like next to me, and I go right when it started, I was like, "All right, can we get to the part where?" Uh, Abraham Lincoln comes out and kills this guy. Can we, can we just get? Can we just get to the end here? And they were all just like, anyway. "Yeah." There appear to be two categories of people: people who either are obsessed with it, or people like us who are like, "I don't get it." There's no like middle ground. Like, yeah, I watched it. It was good. Yeah, right. I could see it again, maybe. Yeah. You're either like you're either are you're gonna get a tattoo of Lin Manuel <laughs> Miranda on your chest, or you're gonna be like, yeah, that was stupid, yeah. it was a huge waste of time. And was it's like three was hours your long. son laughing at what you just said? Uh, possibly. Yeah, that's funny. Okay, because let's I'm get funny. let's get to you are let's get to the interview. I would love to be your son. Uh-huh. <laughs> he did. Um, <laughs> so let's get to the interview. Jerry is great. Um, I had a really good conversation about solar power and living green and what you can do, and he's just a really cool guy. So here is our interview with Jerry Udelson. Jerry Udelson, the godfather of green. Is that is that right? That would be me, according to Wired magazine, and who could doubt them? Do you do like you put the stuff down in you say, you make them an over to get a fuse? Is it that kind of godfather? Are you like murdering people? What's going on? Um, no, we're just kind of killing the green scene, right? With, uh, wisdom. And, hey, there you go. <laughs> and occasional with money. Nice. Okay, so you were in Carlsbad, and are you are you originally from there? Where are you? Where did you grow up? Actually, you don't I grew up in L.A. Oh wow, San Fernando Valley. Yeah. So, um, but I I haven't lived in Southern California for a long time. I was in Portland. I was in Tucson. I was in the Bay Area. So actually, this is like a homecoming where I'm like a teenager. I wear shorts and flip-flops and a T-shirt all the time. Right. So you are a West Coast guy through and through. through. So it is 6.30 your time. Correct. Okay, I see. I'm kind of – I'm pretty smart with time zones and stuff. That was just awesome. Yeah. (laughs) I subtracted the 8 by 2, and so that's how I did that. Um, Hold on. What else was I going to ask you about kind of your background? So are you you a Lakers fan? Uh, What's going on with that? No, it's funny. I grew up with the Lakers. Yeah. But, you know, it's like after a while, grown men in shorts – you know, it's the same game I played in high school and college, except it's a lot faster yeah, and a lot, right. lot more interesting to watch. But it's like at some point it's like it's like Groundhog Day. It's the same it's the same thing. Yeah, like, Especially with the John Stockton shorts. He kind of ruined it for a lot of a lot of uh, people watching. Yeah. They were just a little too yeah, short. It's funny, but if you look at the old NBA you know, things, everybody's wearing shorts like I was wearing in college, you know. Where like, did you go to college? Did you play basketball in college? Yeah, it was like Division three. I went to Caltech. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so we, we you know, the only, the only schools we could be were the Bible schools. <laughs> well, so my co-host and I. Small. Well, and Caltech was only 700 students, so. Oh, man. You know, it's like some, some of our away games, people wouldn't come because they had to study. right. Well, so where I live, there are two Division three, NCAA Division three universities, and so kind of understanding the Division three uh, sports. 
So you've world. got ACC. Well, ACU now. It's Abilene Christian University, which is where me and my co-host Rick, who will hop on here second, went. And then there's Hardin Simmons and McMurray are both here, and they're both Division three schools. So uh, yeah, so I know all about the Division three three thing. So that's good. And scholarships. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's all academic. They got to figure out. Play for the love of it. Right. Right. Well, okay, so let's let's so normally we start with a uh, uh, a little game, but we're gonna wait for Rick. So we're gonna skip the game, come back to it, and I want you to just kind of give me in your we will we've already recorded the intro. Well, as far as the listener and watcher is concerned, we've already recorded the intro, but we actually haven't in real time. It, it's time travel talk. So if you will just uh, uh, we've already done like kind of just the the Cliff's Notes intro, but give us kind of your version of kind of how you got to where you are today through the, the, the green building stuff. And I will drink my tea. Well, I have a, I have what I call a, a simple nine word resume. Ready for this? I'm ready. So um, engineer by training. Okay. Marketer by profession and writer by avocation. <laughs> See, like, can you, can you teach that just that the nine word, like, can you just, life would be so much easier. What is it you do? Here's the nine things, well, right? It's like, the, it's the elevator speech, but as the old, old saying goes, you know, if I had more time, I'd have written a shorter letter. Right. Yeah. Right. It takes a long time to like get rid of all of our self-importance and realize that if I could say it in less than 10 words, somebody might actually listen. Huh. Hold on. I'm going to make a note. Develop a nine-word resume. All right, I love that. Um, and uh, yeah, there's just there. There, I have friends now, good friends that I don't know what they do. You know, like he's it's oil and gas. It's something in the medical field. I'm not sure exactly what he does for a living. There's tankers involved, and the, the there's an ocean. I don't know. That's as that's as good as as far as I've gotten. Well, you know, I think you, you asked the question how to get involved with green, and so my original training was as a civil and environmental engineer, and I was really interested in water, and maybe that's because I'm born in Pisces. Yeah, so, <laughs> a water sign, but that led me to the environmental movement because of all the pollution that was around in, in the time I was going to college. And so that led me then to Earth Day and to being a organizer for the first Earth Day on my campus. Yeah. And that led me into teaching environmental studies. And that led me into working for Jerry Brown the first time he was governor of California doing <laughs> solar power and, and then wind power. So I was like, you know, renewable energy. Hey, Rick. Hello, everyone. Rick. Yes, he, I'm here. He. So hold on. We're gonna play. We're gonna play the game in just a minute. I want Jerry to finish his thoughts. So, you, Jerry Brown, the first time he was governor, and you got into the solar power stuff. Okay, continue that. Oh, I've been involved in renewable. You know, environmental stuff, renewable energy, and then green building came along in the late '90s as a, a movement that sort of brought all that stuff together for me. And so I became nationally and internationally active in that field over the last 20 years. So that's kind of where the Godfather of Green comes from and, and so forth. Um, but, he's in, uh, you know, he's in the, the White House, Rick. I don't know if you saw that. I was going to say, very fancy uh, background we have here. You know, yeah. you know, it's just a little. Hey, I got some words for the people who usually are in that office. <laughs> if you don't mind taking some notes for me. 
Well, since you're in Texas, I don't know what they might say. <laughs> <laughs> I said, what were your credentials? How did you get this, the, uh, the security All clearance? Hat, no cattle. How's that? <laughs> <laughs> and he, he said, uh, I lied to get in here. And I was like, well, well I guess that's, that's what everyone does to get in there. Yeah. Oh, I'm joking. I'm joking. It's a joke. Not joking. Okay. Not joking here is. Okay. Now we're going to do the game. Uh, so we are going to. Rick, you go. I'll and I'm going to drink I, my okay. tea out of my holiday mug. So, Jerry, I'm not sure how we started doing this or why, but we've been doing this for several years now. Um, so what Mark and I are going to do, we each get two turns to guess your birthday. Uh, just the, the the month and the day, not the year. Um, I already gave it away. No, oh, I was hoping you wouldn't say anything. Uh. <laughs> well, no, it's, he still has only, you know, two chances out of 30 or 31. All right, hold on, Rick. Give me this. Give me this okay. gift that I have a hint. Okay, so Mark. Okay, just let the record reflect, please, Jerry, that I am the only one who's ever done this. I, I wasn't going to tell him. I was just really going to guess. Like two or three times, too. And Mark has never come anywhere remotely close. I was hoping that you had maybe forgotten that you just said that 30 seconds ago and that I was going <laughs> to try. I was going to narrow my chances. Yeah, down. In the game, I would have given a misleading. Ooh. Yeah. Okay, so, so maybe Rick, I did, maybe I did without knowing the game. Hmm. Hmm. Okay, so don't give us a, any hints, yes or no. It's just yes or no. All right. Okay, Mark, would you like to go first? Uh, no, because I don't want to give away my hint. I want you to have one blind. Okay. Okay. Guess. One blind stab. Yep. October eighteenth. <laughs> Mark is laughing. No. <laughs> <laughs> March. Man, that's such a terrible guess, you idiot. March the fourth. No. Okay, so I know it's in March. Well, that may not be. Uh, I'm gonna all, stay with all, March. All, all he knew was the astrological sign, but those, you know. Oh, uh, okay. See, Mark is a nerd in that stuff months. too. So, okay. In two months. Okay. Hang on. Well, I would Google astrological signs, but I don't really care that much about it. How about <laughs> April twentieth? Not even close, dude. Ugh. February 28th. No. Ah! Okay, what is it? He's what you are, Rick. <laughs> Pisces. Yep. Okay. So what is it? What's the birthday? Well, if you knew, Rick, it was Pisces, what would be your guess now? Ooh. That's actually a good point. Um, what if February 10th. No, that's that's the one before. It's after the nineteenth. Oh, is it after? I said I don't even know the, the, the parameters here. February nineteenth. I'm Pisces. I'm born in February, so I'm March. Gonna talk to my PR person. I don't know what I'm dealing with here. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, well, if I knew you were Pisces, my new guess is November first. Okay, March ninth. Oh, I was close. Okay. You were close. Wow. You were close yeah. because you have a hint. True. Idiot. March the ninth. Well, Rick is a leap day baby, Jerry. I am. I'm a February 29th person, so. Wow. Yep. Okay, that was the birthday game. So let's get back on with it. So Are you also a cat person? I am, and uh, she is an attention hog, and so she will periodically jump up here and scream in my face and then walk off. I do Zoom yoga with somebody whose cat is always <laughs> in. Are you, hold on, are you teaching the yoga, or are you no, are no, the, no, the no, clients? I'm, I'm a dog person. Okay, good. So we have so that like in just common. animals in general. I don't discriminate between cats and, and he dogs likes like animals. Mark does. I bet Jerry likes animals. We're going to get into that in just a minute. Um, okay, so you hear this 
living. I like them, but I don't eat them. <laughs> right. That's ah. yes. That's that's where I was. Getting, that's that's where I was going with that. I like uh, them enough not to eat them. Do what? I don't love them that much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I love animals, but okay, okay. So you hear this living green, or one of you, the green thing, all that. What you know? The, some in you know, green could mean go. It could mean uh, what else could green mean? There's lots of things that it could mean. What exactly when you say living green, and what does that mean exactly? Like, what are like you? You had the nine word resume. What are like the what's the elevator speech for like what living green means? I think if you if you look at it, it's kind of like the physician's creed: above all, do no harm. Hmm. Oh yeah, I like that. Okay. And so you could think of it as in a whole variety of ways, but the idea is to be conscious about your choices, uh, lifestyle, uh, everything considered, um, and then to do things that make sense. So when I lived in Tucson for 10 years, and you know we, we had this house that was about 10 years old, and it was a standard, what I call the standard builder house, built to code and not much more. And so we made it, energy efficient we planted gardens and in tucson you, you know gardens are tricky because of the heat and because of the rats. no water and the back rats. yeah they have to yeah. be water conserving but anyway so we planted fruit trees and shade trees and this is on a standard you know third of a quarter acre lot um but we also made the house very energy efficient we put in solar panels we put in gray water recovery system we put in um low water using fixtures, you know, low flow toilets. Um, and, and so tried to sort of do everything we could and recycle and all that stuff. And so we got an, uh, the first award from the city council for the most energy efficient home-based business, huh. the greenest home-based business in the city of Tucson, which is a half a million people. Yeah. Wow. Well, I was kind of pleased with that. And then Early on, um, when I lived in Northern California, I built a, a solar adobe home on a lot uh, east of San Francisco, about 30 miles, using just mud from the building site. Wow. Huh. So, uh, with, with, you know, so that was another sort of example of a textbook solar home. Like if you would open an architectural textbook and in the 1970s, you would have seen these kind of things sketched and so uh, we built one and I lived in it and it was one of these houses that because it, it was full of adobe you know mud um, it was always 20 degrees cooler in summer wow because you know it's a fairly dry climate and 20 degrees warmer in winter huh because it got a lot of sun during the day you know and the sun heats it up and at night it stays warm like standing next to a brick wall, you know, after a hot day. Right. So, you know, you, you take advantage of those situations um, where, wherever you can. And so my wife and I have always had a garden, you know, just to, it isn't like we feed ourselves. It's like every now and then you go out, you pick lettuce, you pick. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. 
And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Parsley. You pick tomatoes. You pick cucumbers and you have a salad. Right. And you say, well, at least I know where it came from. Yeah. And so forth. So I think everyone makes those choices. I'm a vegetarian. I've been a vegetarian since I was a young pup of 30. And uh, like you guys. And uh, <laughs> Rick's 40. <laughs> <laughs> so I contribute to eating animals nonstop is why I look so good. <laughs> but, you know, for me, it's like that's the number one thing you can do if you want to reduce your planetary influence is eat lower on the food chain. And I think that's another way to think about it is, you know, there's a billion people in India that don't eat animals. Imagine if they did. We would really God, need know, right? to up the animal production. Well, you know, it's the Hindus. The Muslims eat animals and the Sikhs, I think, eat animals, but the Hindus don't. And, that you know, they've been able to maintain a civilization for 5,000 years without eating animals. So you could say that at least it's got longevity working for it. Well, yeah. and, and this is when you're talking about the adobe and how it sort of naturally d- does this amazing thing in, in its natural environment, right? It's like we always talk about on this show, like things that are like have been around the longest are going to be around the longest, right? It's yeah. like adobe houses are like one of the, some of the first houses ever in the history of man were adobe. It's like for a reason. It's like they try tried other stuff and other stuff didn't work. So it's like we have this this pre-testing system that's like Adobe works. So it's like, we should use it. And anyway, so, you know, there's a, there's a, there's a nuance to that, which is it's where you are, what works. Mm -hmm. So Adobe works in a hot, dry climate, like the Southwest, like it wouldn't work in the Pacific Northwest, the Middle East, in the Pacific Northwest, because God gave us forests. You know the the all the indigenous housing was all from wood, right? And built from wood and built basically to keep the rain out, and and to have enough openings so that you didn't get crazy with the three months of gloominess from right. December to February. So you know each each region has its own, and you know in some places like China, you may have heard of feng shui. It, it became a way of building that was very particular to the Chinese geography where they get the cold winds from the north out of Mongolia, you know, in the winter. And they, you, so you always want to be facing south where the sun is, right, et cetera, right. et cetera. But in India, they have a whole different system because it's mostly a tropical country. And the idea there is to let the breeze come through. Right. So, you know, so every place, it's, it's really what you could call the timeless way of building well, and even and not just building, but like nutrition, movement, right. you know, it all kind of goes into where. You it, know, I think we can romanticize it a little because um, I, I read a novel recently that actually is from a well-known German writer. And it was about Germany in the 1600s. And part of it, of course, is what did people eat? And if you read that kind of history, you realize that people were close to starvation for most of human history, yeah, one harvest away right. from starvation, one bad year, and you were finished because you got nothing to eat. And then, well, they, you said they were German, right? Not Finnish. 
But you know, during those long winters in Mark, please. Sorry. In Northern Europe, during those long winters, what did they have to eat? They had pickled vegetables, sauerkraut, right? Yeah. yeah. Sausage and beer is what I was going to guess Germans ate, right? It's funny because in another novel I read, which is like in the 1300s, what everybody ate every morning was, you know, stale bread and beer. Because beer was pure. It was pizza, pizza and beer in the morning. Let me say, sounds like me in college. Yeah, exactly. It was very um, diluted beer, but it was purer than the water supply. Well, and the word whiskey... I don't know, Rick, if you know this. You probably don't. You just pour it down your back of your throat. But it's not whiskey, it was a seltzer, please. No, no, I just mean in general. You don't no. care about whiskey, you just drink whiskey it. Whiskey in this in yeah. this hole. But uh it, it comes from a term aqua vitae, which means water of life. Because like what you just said, like it was it was more pure than the than the water. It's like it was safer to drink. So it's like, yeah, I'm just uh, drinking for my health Trying over to here. Trying to stay hydrated yeah. over here, pal. <laughs> no, it's funny because I was trained originally as a water engineer. And in the West, you know, water's scarce. And they used to say, you know, whiskey's for drinking, water's for fighting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. I'm going to use that. I'm putting that in the show notes. Philosophy. There's a, I, I don't want to spend a whole lot of time on this because I'm looking. we got about 10 minutes left. But w- – I, People are listening to this. They're like, okay, he's talking about solar panels and all this stuff. The The biggest, uh, I think the biggest hesitation, and I'm just speaking for, for uh, Americans uh, here, so I may be way off here. It's like all that stuff, I, I've already got what I've got. It, it would cost a lot for me to do that. I, I don't want to have to like mess with all that. What, where is like, how long does it take to like make up, the difference and start like saving money, right? Except, isn't that? Do y'all agree with me that like that's a like as far as like from a Western like American culture, people are more sure. are concerned about how much what is it going to cost me? Yeah, people want to know uh, the upfront cost, and I've yeah. always been interested in like, hey, what would it cost? Like, and I have zero frame of reference like to you know outfit my home for solar because it seems like that i mean i live in texas we have sun all the time it seems like it would be a really good way to get energy we had a solar uh guy come by the house this weekend and i I didn't like i I was in the middle of dinner but i was like i'm interested in this do you have a card he was like no i don't i was like leave me a card i'll email you i'm interested in this and then he never came back he was a salesman not a the real solar guy Right, right you know people used to talk you know answer your question like What's the payback? You know, is it three years? I got my money back for three years, five years. And, you know, I kind of bought into that for a while. And I started thinking, you know, imagine you're talking to your wife to be or spouse to be. And you say, <laughs> uh, you know, the first couple of years is going to be pretty painful. But, you know, by, by the fifth year, you'll like me uh, again just as much as you like me today. That's payback. Right, right. Or, or you flip it and say, "I'm about to spend all this money on this ring. Uh, when am this I gonna? When am I gonna get like my return back on this?" You it's know? like you guys are hearing my wedding vows. <laughs> like the point, the point here is, you have to think like an investor. Right. Yeah. Think, okay, I'm gonna make thirty percent. The payback is three years. Another way to flip that is, I'm gonna make thirty-three percent a year on my investment. And after the third year, it's paid off, and I'm just living the life of Riley, or whatever they call it in Texas, right. Homer, yeah. life of Homer. And 
See, you I know, it's like from then on, it's a free money and and in Tucson, the utility company would actually pay you yeah. power. Okay. So if you got a thing called net metering uh, from your utility, it means they subtract whatever you generate from what you use and only charge you for the difference and right. pay you if you've got you if you make more than you use. Wow. Now you put that together with electric cars that now have range well over 300 miles, which ought to be enough for a shopping trip, even in Abilene. Oh, yes, absolutely. <laughs> 11 for your breakfast. <laughs> yeah, uh, and I th- unfortunately, I think that that mindset is going to be the reason why it's not going to kick on faster with people, you know, you know sadly. You as an individual. But if you actually look at the numbers, there's more new wind and solar capacity being added than any other form of power really each year now so whether it's natural gas fired power or coal fired power or whatever more wind and solar is being added to the grid each year than any other form so it's already happening there it's starting from a real small base so the question is is it going to is it going to take over in 10 years 20 years but it's not like by the end of this century we're going to look back and say well i was a fossil Fool, wasn't I? Yeah. Fool. Rick will Rick will believe this. The I don't know. At least like five years ago, I don't know if there's been a bigger one built since then. But as of about five years ago, the biggest wind farm in the world was in Roscoe. Rick. Oh yeah. In, bet- you, in between I, Roscoe and Lubbock. Nothing but wind there at all. Yeah. So and that was like hardly kind of any our, people. There's more yeah. wind than there is oh, people. Oh, <laughs> way more wind. Yeah. So. Um, but you know, I'm seeing solar panels like in my neighborhood here and there, and I'm just kind of like, what? What is that all about? How does for, that I work? Think for me, for me personally, my biggest, I wouldn't say hang up, but like my biggest question is like, I don't want to, I feel like, uh, you know, if some salesman came to the door and like had, you know, had his pamphlet or whatever, like, I feel like I'd, you know, I, I want to research this more, but I, I don't find a lot of places to research like, you know, reputable companies, you know, cost estimates, things like that. And I think that's what's hanging me up. I would love, because man, I like my house cool in the summertime and it's a billion degrees out here. And so uh, my electricity bill is honestly like something that's, I would love to make an investment and have it being paid off after three years and just say, Hey, you know what? I'm generating enough electricity for my solar panels to keep my house as cool as I want it to be. So I have a, I have a resource here. idea for you, Rick, get a pen. Are you ready? It's at google.com. It, uh, it's called in- internet. Yes. Thank you. Well, <laughs> if you just, that's the thing though. If you just yeah, do a solar panel, right. like, you never know your, your mileage is going to marry. Right, you know, right. well, most people do. They talk to their neighbors, right? Right. Um, you know, there's now a big app called next door. Really? Yes. I have that. I have you know, seen and, some of the hilarious things on there. Yeah. It's hilarious. But you could also ask people like, what do you have? You know, who, who had this done, et cetera. So, you know, the question is not if, but when. And I think yeah. when you get an electric car and you realize that, God, I could be uh, charging it with dirt cheap energy from the utility company at midnight. Yeah. We would be, no day, gas, no oil changes. Energy. You know, it's like yeah. all of a sudden it's like, why? This is like dumb not to do it. Yeah. If I could do it, you know, if I got the right orientation on my roof, well, I don't have dating. You know, there's a few little nuances there, but. Basically, anywhere in the West, you can run pretty much all year round on solar. And I did it for water heating. I, I just put in one 
40 square foot panel and did all of my water heating half the year. I just turned off my water heater and just just ran on solar. God, that's Uh, awesome. So there you can do that right away without spending a fortune. That's just a couple thousand dollars and you're you're done. And if you got expensive like electric water heater and expensive electricity, then all of a sudden it makes sense. Right. Rick, will it be our grandkids that were saying, oh, there was these gas stations and you used to have to get out and get this gas and you could smell your fingers and it smelled really good and you get high on the gas. Is that me? I was just trying to explain to my kids the other day, like the concept of the phone in the kitchen. Right, right. It's attached to the wall. It was the only phone except the one in my parents' bedroom and it was attached to the wall and it had a cord on it. And if you wanted to have a private conversation, you have to like try to snake that cord into some other (laughs) room. Under the door. And like you're you're like tied to the wall. And I'm like, yeah. so how did you take pictures of each other? And I'm like, with that with that phone. Please, yeah. please, no, no. There was no. You would have to take pictures and then take your film to a place and wait wait a like week a week. And they would give it back yeah. to you. But you could pay extra and, for one hour. But. And I, honestly, just generally, like when especially like when Jerry talks about like you know the the just the not just like the monetary benefit, but also like the benefit to like the planet that we live on. Right. Our grandkids we are all going to think that. that we were complete idiots Jerks. because we didn't jump on this immediately. And then we're having these like these debates with facts versus people with crappy facts that don't work. Like, you know, wind is a terrible idea. And here's, you know, it causes cancer and it kills birds. <laughs> like, no, no, those aren't real facts. Those are fake facts. Like they're gonna think. No, Rick. Runs. Wind kills birds if it's high I'm enough. Sure. If you shoot it out of a cannon. Well, you, you know, <laughs> a lot of it is where you put them, right? Yeah. And, yeah. and if you put the the wind turbines in a migratory flyway, and you put them 300 feet in the air, and no bird has ever seen, seen one of those in their evolutionary history, and all I got to navigate with is a bird brain anyway. That's a yeah. far side cartoon waiting to happen right there. <laughs> You're going to get some bird kills, but the it's not huge. I tell you where the biggest bird kills are. Airports. High-rise buildings with reflective glass. Yeah, oh my gosh! Yeah. Two, Boom. Two billion birds a year. Two billion in the U.S. I bet they're delicious. There are there are birds Spread having off. like conferences where there, there's a guy up at the front with a PowerPoint. He's like, guys, listen, listen. Two billion <laughs> of us a year. Stop flying into the buildings. All you need is one grandfather bird to say, don't do that. Right. Like I saw all my, all my friends. Okay. We're almost out of time. I want to just very quickly before we, I have a, I have one question that I'm going to ask you like, you know, at the very, very end, but like, what are, okay. I, we have listeners that are all over the, the country listening to this. What are like maybe some of like the top four or five things that they can either start doing or stop yes. doing? Exactly. That's what this is. This is I'm the layman on the show. And this is my question. What can I be doing right now? Okay. So the first thing is, like I said earlier, you know, what, what do I eat? Um, The second is, what do I take into my home that I then throw away after Mm -hmm. minimum use? Right. Right. So is it recyclable and so forth? The third is uh, how much do I drive? And in what kind of vehicle no i'm not going to go after your soda fed there <laughs> i recycle them yeah exactly uh, that's what beer cans are for right <laughs> <laughs> he smashes them on his head it's just a way station for making more aluminum right, <laughs> right. So, um, you know and and then do something with the earth whether it's spending a lot of time in nature growing your own food do something that gets you out of the out from behind the computer 
outdoors because once you get outdoors, you're going to be much more appreciative of what it takes to keep that for your kids and grandkids. Right. So, so to me, it's like whether you, and it doesn't matter what order because a lot of people, it's like right now in the pandemic when everyone has the quarantine 15 weight gain, <laughs> um, you want to get outdoors and yeah. you can do that in most places pretty easily. And in Texas, unless you're in prison. Well, then it's harder to get outside. For all of our podcast listeners in prison Jail. right now. Sorry, guys. You got to wait your yeah. turn. You know, heartfelt sympathies. But, for most <laughs> them, you know, in West Te- in Texas, all you got to do is walk out the back door and you're, you're out. You're su- immediately sunburned. <laughs> right away. So, so to me, it's like spend time in nature and think about your choices because as an individual, now some stuff we got to do collectively. There's no question. If we want electric vehicles to be more than one or two percent of the fleet in 20 years, we're yeah. going to have to subsidize them to get people over that first cost issue. Um, but so what? We subsidize gas powered vehicles in all kinds of ways. Um, all sorts of stuff is subsidized. Yeah, yeah everything. Yeah, everything's subsidized. It seems like. Well, it's like you know, if you're making a lot of money as an industry, you have, there's a hundred thousand lobbyists in D.C. Yeah, and they do not get paid for sitting around with, with their you know yo-yos. Oh, <laughs> up there. What? That'd be sweet though. Okay, we are we are up against it. Tell us about your book. Where can what's what's it called? Yeah. What's it about? Where do we find it? The Godfather of Green: An Eco Spiritual Odyssey. So it's it's both about the environment and about meditation. Okay. And it's about what I went through over many years, bringing those kind of totally different worlds together. And it just came out in April for Earth Day, the 50th anniversary. Because so I picked April 20th, by the way. And, and that Earth Day is April 20th or April 24th. 22nd. You were close. 22nd. I was close. <laughs> That's not why you picked Special 4. stuff no. that week. It's not why no, you for, picked 420. Earth, Earth birthday, April 22nd. So you were close. Okay. Uh, so, so that's the book. It came out. It's a real nice read. I've got it on Amazon. I've got the link. I'm putting it in the show notes. Yeah. So you can get it. It's ebook as well. But I okay. think the real, the real thing is it, it might do something for each individual about, well, how can I make a difference? How can I do something? What does it take? And you realize that most of us stumble a lot Yeah. before we figure out what we can do in life. And the Japanese have a nice uh, slogan that says, fall down seven times, get up eight. Right. And you say, well, you fall down, you make mistakes, but if you have an overarching goal, a passion, and God is good to everybody, if you just look around, um, you'll find something that works for you so that you can bring a, a sense of inner peace to the outer work. And I think ultimately that's what we all have to do, whether it's just family work, community work, yeah, environmental work, whatever. It's You have to bring something to the party that's more than just what's in your head. You know, right. you gotta bring yourself. And that to me is what the book is about. And I think it's a, it's a good book. Cool. You know, I would like to make a declaration uh, right here no. at uh, 9.03 p.m. I don't believe it. You are next on my reading list. I'm, I have uh, 25% left to go in the rise and fall of the Third Reich. Uh, and when I'm done with that, 
Moving on to the Godfather of Green. You're How about that? List. You've got I, bumped like five. A, I'm going to give you a spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> what happens at the end? Hitler had some terrible ideas. Oh, <laughs> oh, spoiler for that book. Didn't make it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. There's rumors that he's still around. Um, I don't know. The Weekly World News says he lives in Argentina. Yeah. Okay, so Jared. And mustache and everything. <laughs> Fake. He's wearing the Groucho marks. He would start yeah. if he's going to have a disguise. Shave the mustache. Full mustache. Was, just shave it all off entirely. That was kind of his thing, yeah. Is that Charlie Chaplin? Oh, it's not no, Charlie Chaplin. <laughs> Who was that guy? It's, uh, oh, man. It's right at the top of my head. All right, Jerry, this is the final question. The final countdown. Sorry. Um, what is something you enjoy about life or something you do to make life more enjoyable? Just a meditate. hobby, a hobby, or just something. Meditate. That's the answer. Meditate. Be very meditate, passionate. Meditate. Meditate every day, and you will always be happy. How often uh, does it always vary as far as how long you meditate every day? Well, usually between a half an hour and an hour. Ooh. Well, but wait a minute. If if we really look at it, if we keep a diary and we figure out how much time we spend on activities that don't make us happy but are just kind of habitual um yeah your screen time register right. uh, you know it's like why not do something that makes you happy and also gives you a lot of insight and energy yeah. for whatever yeah. you're doing and i think that's really the key i've i've uh, i've been learning spanish hmm. uh rick he has well, I, have a, I have a method i learned german as a exchange student i wish i could be like in mexico hearing and all my method was to have a german-speaking girlfriend oh so want to learn spanish the easiest thing to get do. a spanish girlfriend jen jerry has a recommendation for me jerry says i gotta do this <laughs> but uh i I'll, I'll do that like i'll be like okay facebook or my spanish learning app it's like let's let's try to do things that are gonna like have some sort oh, yeah. of use, you know, not just junk in food, the future. Like social yeah. media junk food. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we know. Muy but, you know, in the way in Arizona, I learned Spanglish. So just right. to That'll work. work with maids and gardeners and <laughs> people. It's a third, Tucson's a third uh, Hispanic. Wow. So um, I had to learn a little bit of Spanglish. So adios. <laughs> <laughs> awesome well jerry this has been great i will send you the link and uh uh there's there's going to be a video version and an audio version and i don't know when we'll go up first or what but whenever they do go up i will send you the links well you got to make it by january 20th done there's office done. after that right yeah right <laughs> yeah <laughs> done i i will commit to that at least okay that or the revolution's gonna happen <laughs> Right, awesome. Guys. Jerry, this has been really yeah. fun. Thank you very much. Thank you, Jerry. We appreciate it, Mike. Okay. Take care. You're listening to the Simply Human Podcast. All right. That was great. Jerry is awesome. Uh, link to his books in the show notes or just go to Amazon. And uh, I, I used to have like the Amazon affiliate link and it's like, go to our yeah. go to our page and then click on our affiliate link. And I'm like, How does that even work? they just, they, you have an affiliate link and they know if somebody clicks on that link and buys something, you get a percentage of it. And it's like, it's not worth the $4 and 87 cents we get like per quarter. So I'm just like, yeah. If everyone did all of their, every single person who listened to the show did all of their Amazon shopping through us. It no, it, it would have to be something that like we 
I have to create the link for like the book. You know what I mean? So like like on our on the. So I can't just like if I'm buying cat litter, like oh, just go through Simply Humans. No, I would have had to make an affiliate link for the cat litter and put it on our website. Yeah, I know. Also, screw you, Bezos. I know. Um, so that's like now for charity. If you like World's Okayest Mom, you can like go to smile.amazon.com and do yeah. all of your shopping through World's Okayest Mom, and then we, you know, World's Okayest Mom gets a couple hundred bucks every few months for people doing that. So that's kind of cool. Maybe I should do that. Do that. Um, call us, 530-42-HUMAN. Uh, speaking oh, yeah, of, right. 530-42-HUMAN. Um, I have all of the shows, except for the last one we did with Will Moore, which will be episode 235. I have all of them up, video Good. and audio. I I woke up on, like, Saturday. What's today, Monday? Yeah, Saturday, like, 5 o'clock. I go back to sleep, and I was like, well, I guess I'll do all this. So I did, like... I did them all. I did like five shows in the morning, just released them all. So, okay. Wow. The, the tip of the week is do what Jerry said. Like as far as living green, we're not saying you have to go out and just like completely retool your whole house tomorrow. Yeah. Like but just. You don't have to give up all meat forever. Right. Like, but there's some little things like, you know, maybe not meat. Like, and this is such like an American thing. But the other day I was like, I'm not going to eat meat at every meal so, like because that just seems like the thing. Like you have to have a, a meat item right. at every single meal. I've stopped doing that. Yeah. And just like little things like that, they make a difference. And I'm not, uh, we're not here saying like, you have to be a vegetarian. Meatless um, Mondays is a, is the, yeah, is like, a hashtag. you know, uh, so, like you can make a, you can make and eat a meal that does not contain meat and right. just eating lower. I think that's what Jerry said. Eating lower on the food chain right. or higher. I don't know. Lower. Or, so like closer lower. to like plants. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. Eating low in the food chain, there's some health benefits to it, but also there's some environmental benefits. But, um, you know, just trying to be cognizant of how much you drive. Like, that's – me personally, I don't want to drive because I don't want to – like, I don't like buying gas. And so I'm trying to, like, make my tank last as long. But, like, whatever your motivation is, yeah. try to limit the amount of time you drive. If I didn't drive past the place where I got hit and run over – <laughs> on my bicycle every day, I would ride my bike around here more, but it's like, that's <laughs> yeah, safe. Oh. Poor Mark. Poor, poor Mark. Um, you could have done a better job. Of avoiding the car? Could have hit you more solidly. And Killed me? Is that what you're trying to say? Yeah. Me. You got squished. Um, okay, that's it. We've got um, no show next week. I just mentioned that. And yeah. We've got aug- the rest of August built out. It's August. It's crazy. Um, so... That is going to do it for this edition of the Simple Human Podcast. And remember, which oh, I'm sorry, what the ball? What? Oh, oh, um, are you okay? Of your joint? Yes, Mark. The joint. Okay, the all right, the head of the bone. Okay. <laughs> so until next time, enjoy yourself. Okay, hang on. Um, I stopped the recording. Do you want to hear this? Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.